Welcome to Yeah Nah Look, the yeah. podcast, the AFL Aussie Rules podcast for round six episode. All right, been another we- big, big week in footy. Yes, it Lots has. Lots of stuff going on. How are you two boys going? Right, Hello. Going well. Going well, Yeah, Kylo. pretty good. Yeah. I've been, been keeping Living well. Living the dream. Yeah, keeping Living well. the dream. Everyone's Living. keeping well. Living the dream. All right, so we've had a big week in footy. A few teams are still yet to get a win. A few teams are still yet to get a loss. Yes. And there's plenty in between those two marks. So, with that being said, we'll head into the news for this week. Oh. Okay, so <clears throat> a few news stories this week. Uh, big one brewing is the Nathan Buckley situation at Collingwood. It's front page of the AFL.com.au. He's under pressure. Eddie, bucks. Eddie Maguire's come out today and said... They won't panic. They said, we're, we're not... We're not going to be forced into anything. We still believe in him and that he's never let the club down and all that good old stuff. And uh, Heard that a lot before. Yeah, so that's how it sits at the moment, but we'll see what happens. We, we'll probably discuss that situation a little bit more yeah. later on when we do our analysis from the round. Um, this is an interesting one because they've obviously been been uh, listening to the podcast because oh. <coughs> I oh. saw an article on AFL.com saying oh, that obviously. the AFL... I'm monitor- monitoring the last possession rule. So Crofts Cook last week was suggesting that they should just make it last person that has a possession that goes out off. It's a free kick to the other team, a la soccer. And apparently they're doing that in the sandful this season and the AFL is keeping a watchful eye on it Ooh, to see how it affects the game. Now, they, they said that the AFL sort of uh, not overly keen on it because they want to protect the role of the Ruckman and boundary throw-ins as a part of the game still because that is sort of a unique part of AFL. But they are keeping an eye on it, so that's something to watch. And uh, another little bit of news from, from our home front here is Aaron Ooh. Sandilands is playing his 250th game this week. Oh, so oh, congrats to the big giant monster. So look, that's a positive monster. there. He's leading the league in hitouts this season. And he's is he? having quite an impactful run. So 250 games. And uh, he said that there's a chance he might even play on next year if things are going well for him later in the season. So there's that. You guys got any news you want to bring to the table? Not too much. Right. No, yeah. not really. I'm just trying to we'll, search for the MRP. We'll pass over. Have you got it? But Well, I have, but it's going to... Okay. We'll pass uh, it over um, to Dicko to handle the MRP for this week. Woo! Do you guys know any of the MRP yet or not? I don't no. think anyone's been suspended. Honestly, it's pretty much fines, 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 and more fines. And no one really cares about fines. No. Okay. So there was no suspensions this week, which... <clears throat> Fine city. Well, you know what? Jordan Lewis will be back this week. Ah, That's Louis. MRP. He's he's off from that. Uh, yeah, so actually no... He's back. No, oh, unless there was one from Essendon, Collingwood, but I don't think there was. No. <coughs> No, no, no. Move on to the next segment. Okay, we're moving on now to our results and review from round five. Okay, game one. Okay, so uh, another good round of footy, and it started off really well for you blokes. Spectacular. Uh, this is the best we have played this year. Yeah. Spectacular. <laughs> Dicko, so you can take this one away. Port versus Carlton on the Friday night football. It is in, in front of a crowd of 43,000. That's pretty good for Port Adelaide. Yeah. Oh, I'm quite impressed. Brave day um, to put Carlton back on Friday night. Say, oh, cool. yep. That'll be our last one for the yeah. year. Oh, that'll <laughs> be our last one for the next season. Five years. Have none. Yeah. So it was 2017-137 to the power to our, our lonely blue boys, 47. But, you know, honestly, I thought we were 
It's pretty bad. <laughs> bad in the first quarter, bad in the first half of the second quarter. We started to play some footy in the second half. Couldn't kick a goal. And then after this, after halftime, just nah, didn't even bother to show up. Yeah. So, whoever so whoever was assigned to Robbie Gray in the third quarter, delist him. They should be delisted. <laughs> he, he was running. If he could have kicked straight, right. it would have been a monumental. It would have been. It would have been he was a running six right. Goal quarter. You know, he just marked everything. Posies. I don't understand how he's so good. He doesn't look like he'd be that good. Yeah, he looked like he nearly did his knee as well. He nearly he he was warming no. it up to bend it backwards. Like he before, was. So, but no, I think the youngsters just <clears throat> weren't showing anything in. Senior players just weren't good, so it was just. Have you got uh, the uh, the chocolates? Out. I have um, a feeling I know. Oh, I don't have the coach association award. Oh, who? I'm sure. Uh, Robbie Gray. Robbie, got, Gray. Robbie Gray got the to- chocolates with ten. Jared Pollock with six. And also, did you hear the com- the commentators? The duck thought uh, the Grays were brothers. Yeah, yeah that was pretty funny. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I liked uh, it when uh, BT said he wasn't going to help Wayne Carey get out of that hole. And that he'd been, oh, in, that mini, he'd been in mini holes in his career. <laughs> Nothing was said about that. Oh, I thought that was really good. Oh, I just wonder if it clicked in Wayne Carey's mind to think maybe he's talking about the wives. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I've always injuries, wondered. I always wondered about that. Um, injuries. So, Boke with a hammy. Oh, where he oh, did yeah. go. He did go off early. Yeah. Um, and Hartlett. He was replaced in the side by Johnson. Hmm. Johnson, he was the youngster that kicked a couple, wasn't he? Yeah. I think they all kicked a couple, didn't they? Well, all he kicked a couple. Team. He's only played like five games in the last two years. He looked like a bit of a reckless fellow, to tell you the truth. Okay. I'm going to tell you, though, Carlton Unger, like playing seven teenagers in a team, I don't think you're going to be expected to do that well. No. <laughs> to but be you honest. Should show a little bit. I think they would just, yeah. I think they'd be disappointed not to be not to be competitive. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you can play that many. All their other games, they've been at least competitive till like last quarter, and then it's gotten away from. Yep. This one got away from early. You know, we'll move on to the next game. Next Western game. Bulldogs oh. got up over the How Brisbane Lions. Did the Lions throw this? I know they were up big oh. early. I didn't really see much of this one because again, it's Saturday, so I had footy during yeah. that. But no, I, I did know that Brisbane were up winning, and I thought, oh, they're up by like forty. Yeah, they, they, were, they were up. They were up quite. Yeah, quite substantially. It looked like it was going to be a loss for the Bulldogs. Bulldogs but aren't playing well uh, so mate, far this mate, year. They're a bit I've off. I've already told you they weren't going to make the eight, but they're going to make it because they just keep getting these kind of wins. They're they're sort of like um, kind of like what Hawthorne was was doing early last year, where they weren't playing well, but they were a good enough team to get just get mm. the points and winning. But it's a, probably a concern for them. They, like- need, they need to get it together. I like the get up. You see the get up with the collars, the collar? with the collar. Yeah. Bob Murphy old jersey. Yeah, old school. It, it was bad. good. It was good. I was I was the feeling a bit sad chocolate. watching that because I thought they weren't going to get it for Bob. Um, the chocolate maker. Bob was played well, didn't he? Dane, Dane Zorko. Zorko. Oh, Zork. And JJ second. Yeah. Got eight Um Injuries were Matty Boyd with a head and Dunkley with a hip and Zorko with an eye. So nothing serious. No one should miss any games from that. Okay. No. Next game. Next game. Gold Coast Suns went down to Adelaide in a big, a big loss. Now, we'd just like to acknowledge, firstly, our man, Michael Barlow, with the most possessions. He had 36 touches. Fresh, Hot. fresh from giving us a follow yep. on Twitter. So, if you want to have a big game, uh, B. give us a follow on Twitter, yep. and then you're sure to get some momentum in the weekend. Now, fair enough, fair enough his team did lose by about 70 points, so that wasn't ideal. <laughs> but... He can hold his head high. Yeah, he ran know. right. He's a legend. 23 handballs and he had four tackles. So well done to Mickey B. And uh, 
Yeah. Archie kicked five goals for Gold Coast. That's probably a positive. One of their younger You're forwards. <clears throat> Getting amongst it. Your man from last week, Sloney. Ah, Sloney. Got the chuckies. Did he? Yeah, he did. The man. Yeah. Any injuries? Tarly did a hammy oh. and Knight did a hammy. Oh, Knighty. The Dark Knight. Who is Knight? Riley Knight. He's oh. it's a great Remember classic Chris, Riley. Chris Knight, was yeah. that his name? Yeah, Chris Knights. Knights, yeah. Mm. He played for Adelaide and Richmond, didn't he? Yeah, something like that. Adelaide yeah. and, yeah, I think it was Richmond. Another one to add to the Okay, list. next game. Oh, the uh, Battle of the Bridge. Apparently it's well, not cold about anymore. Did you watch this at all? Or you didn't? Uh, no, I tur- Fremantle I on. turned this on Yeah. and it was still 17 minutes on the clock. So, seven, so you know how it counts down from 20. Mm-hmm. It was at 17, so it had been three Sydney minutes. Up 25 to 24 nothing. to zero. Yeah. They didn't kick... A goal for the rest of the half. The yeah. rest of the half. They were. They're having some problems, Sydney. Oh, jeez. I don't know what it is. They, they had some guys back this week, didn't they? Heaney played. They were horrific. I mean, how honestly. much of this game did you watch? What happened? No, I didn't. No, I watched it there and then I was like, oh, it's looking all right. And then I turned back. I, I didn't watch it, so. Okay. No, unfortunately. Well, it looks like they just fell apart, basically. Yeah. Croft, I know you, you didn't see any of this, did you? Um, no, I didn't. Um... I did see that. Yeah, they got they got out of the gate pretty quickly. Um, I was like, oh shit! And I was thinking, oh, they've got the their, they've gotten their act together. Oh, I tip Sydney as well. And then it fell apart big time. Speaking of tips, I got five. Yeah, quality. I got, I got eight again this week. I thought I got eight, and then I went back and looked at them, and I got five. Essendon. Yeah, I got seven. Did me over. I tipped Essendon. Um. Well, look from looks of it, Jitter Best smashed them on inside fifties, and possessions. So. Oh, no, Sydney got some problems, and now, mm. what are they, 0-5? They're not going to make the 8. They're not going to make the 8, which I already said would be the case. Yep, they're uh, not a weeks going back, to make the 8. They're in trouble now, in real trouble. Are well, they going to win a game? That's Because they've gonna... got a few veteran <laughs> guys. It. Like, what happens now to Jared McVeigh, who's been trying to get healthy to play? Well, there's no point. What are they going to do? So, I mean, they do have, I think, some better games coming up. I think They played Carlton this week, I think. So, geez, imagine if they lost that. They, well, yeah. The the thing is, they'd have to rattle off ten in a row now to to have a chance to make it. So it's highly unlikely. It won't happen. But yeah, I mean, if they won ten in a row, then they'd probably make it. But that's ten in a row. Yeah. All right. Before we get into my boys, we'll Croft makes a good point here. We'll open up the drop. Oh, I'm ready so, for this. I was, Dicko, I was thirsty. Give us the drop. So explanation. This is good. we got this last week from the quality BWS store, uh, the Endeavour Vintage Beer Company. A nice bottle. We got the Growers Bright Ale, all natural, preservative free. Contains only seasonally grown malt, hops, yeast, and water. Four point two percent, so not strong in the alcohol content. Reasonable so, looking bottle, just like you know, pretty. It's got a bright, normal, almost fruity smell to it. Can I have a red pop top. I just gave it to you, mate. Make the uh, rustling noise. I like the smell of it. Yeah, I reckon this one would be a, it's a, a nice a nice drinking bevy. We don't mind dinner. a bright ale, that's for sure. Yeah. What, what, what's the uh, colour look like? The nose on it? What's the nose on it? Is it fruity? Is it? Mm. I think it smells a bit fruity. Mm. I agree. Mm. We're getting pretty slowly light. becoming pretty light coloured of uh, beer. Well, it's definitely a bright ale. We're going to have to Google some more lingo, I think. Yeah. We yeah. do need to get some terms in. 
All right, so as you guys just have a go at that, we'll uh, move on to the Frio game. So the Dockers got up over North Melbourne, another big throw by North. They were up. They're good at it. Big. It's they their signature good. move now. Oh, Dockers can start talking finals now. Watch out. Uh, so North were up, what, 30? About half Just under 32, 30, yeah, something like that. And then Frio got a run on. Um, Jeez, that is... Oh. Yeah, I watched this whole game and... Good mark. I always felt like Frio were going to come back at some stage because North weren't really necessarily dominating them. They just were kind of getting the score on the board where Freo weren't. There's a few mistakes. Both teams were a bit sloppy. It was a low-scoring game. I think the conditions were fine. But, you know, Freo did have a fair few misses. Young Griffin Logue was played forward this week and took a few good marks but didn't convert very well. I think it's one goal two or one goal three. So if he kicked some of those earlier, they might have had a, a better run at it. But, yeah, they ended up getting up almost pretty luckily with the yeah, win. They won. But it was a good game to watch. You know, I didn't take a breath most of the fourth quarter. It was exciting, even though it was low scoring. It was hard hitting. And basically, Freo just dug in the fourth quarter. Monday, Fife and Sandilands just... They're the best games to win. They just propelled them forward. And yeah, it is probably crushing to lose one like that and very motivating to win one like that. So did you watch it or see anything? Um, I saw a bit of the start of the game. Have any thoughts? Yeah, I saw the first half and then... I didn't think... I saw that great Garner mark. I thought that was that was good. A good mark. Our man Shane Kirsten with the game winner, clutch, Uh, clutch from the pocket, bang, banana. Um, Got it in. Michael Johnson kicked a big goal. I was just when I saw North Melbourne, I was like, I thought they would have won it, but I'm just surprised. Well, I wasn't surprised because it's North Melbourne. What they do? Basically, Richmond. There. Yeah. Mm. What happens to North Melbourne now? Do you think because they've been close and competitive? Oh, in I thought that, yeah, I thought they were going to be a lot better. I mean, everyone predicted that it was going to be on a massive slide, which they have been, but oh, who knows? I saw Brad Scott said something about you know, if they the club thinks he's not the right man or he thinks he's not the right man for the club, then he'll move on at the end of the year and stuff, even though he's contracted mm-hmm. or that kind of thing. But he said at the moment he's you know committed, so I don't know. Do you think he should? stay on and try and rebuild them or do you think maybe they'll go a different way if they can't turn things around because they're still playing it's not like they've given up on him they're still playing no. well they're just yeah, falling they're, away yeah, in the that's fourth it. quarter they're, they're competitive they need it seems like there's something they need to tweak they, in the game plan I know, they just rather need, than no, doing a full fitness rebuild, or is it it's weighty they need weighty back mm. <laughs> he is important to I don't think I, I honestly don't think as somebody with experience you can rely on Jared Waite for a lot of <laughs> anything when it comes well, to... He's like, old too, but you know, maybe they threw out some of their too many veteran players that were still well, playing well. Well, yeah, that's, that's the other question. Would they would they have been able to propel... I reckon a Boomer Harvey would have been able to kind of propel them over the line in some of these close games. Oh, it's a joke they got rid of them, but just another whole situation. Yeah. All right, well, we'll move injuries, on. Injuries, yeah, injuries, injuries, chocolates. Um, Monday got 10 for this one. I already know that. Yeah. He got he got miles ahead. Five got four, so he was best yeah. on ground by a mile. Um, injuries just um, Stephen Hill did his hammy, so he'll be out for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. that's a big that's a blow. He's in good four weeks. Yeah, Goldstein I, did an ankle. Sean Higgins hamstring tightness replaced in the side by Nathan Hobart. Yeah, Hobart. Yeah, uh, Stephen Hill's probably I reckon he'd be close to leading Frio's BNF right now, so that that'll hurt them going into the Derby. But they got a few guys. Uh, Eagles have a shitload of injuries as well, so yeah. They're probably, uh, they'll probably bring in Daniel Pierce is probably the cl- most similar replacement they have if he plays inside. But yeah, he's a hacker of the ball, but we'll see what they do. Next game, 
move on to the Sunday and uh, Geelong got up over St Kilda. Mm. I think Geelong did basically what they've been doing all year and played average and then the fourth quarter they just got it oh, going. No, no. That's what they did. That's exactly what they did. St Kilda they did. were up and during the whole third quarter. I think Selwood was Yeah, that does seem, to be, a, does seem to be a habit of theirs. Yeah. It's almost like they coast a little bit. The, oh, did you just say the, 43 touches? For Selwood, yeah. Jeez. They're the anti-North Melbourne. They basically just kind of yeah. do enough early on and then in the fourth quarter they just fire right up. But again, like the Bulldogs, they're getting the results but they don't look overly impressive. But in those fourth quarters when they've been playing well, they do look pretty impressive. Selwood got the chocolates and Zach Tui got seven votes. Oh, so. man. Was there injuries? Good on him. Um, injuries. Longo with a hip. Oh. And Revolt with a right ankle. I don't oh. know how bad that is. He'll be, he'll be back to Did, uh, seven goals. And that's time. it. And you know who was was in the best? Our man Dylan Roberton. Oh, uh, he's on fire. Uh, he's racking up posies. Dilly. Oh, legend. What a guy. Good on him. I love players like that. Did we see the incident with uh, Lee Montagna? Oh, the yeah. soft cunt incident. That's the one. <laughs> uh, we need to make this a segment. That was, uh, oh, that was hilarious. I did not see it, but you yeah, can explain watch it. it. Uh, basically, so a um, there, there was a free was called. It was it was really soft, and he he's going along talking under his breath, and then he said soft. It was like soft bump. It was a soft bump, and then the umpire's just like the play's kind of going on. The umpire just. Called fifty, so they stopped play. <laughs> took him said, fifty meters he said ahead. Soft C word, and, and he's like, "What? What are you on about?" He's just like hands out, and the guy's like, "Soft C, can't say." It. And he's like, and he was, he was like, "What the hell is going on?" I said, "Soft bump," and it's all on the microphone. He's like, "Soft bump," and then, and then the umpire says, like, oh, "I like, apologize. I'm sorry if that's what happened." And 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 he's Joey like, "You just Joey's cost just us like, a fifty. Yeah. I don't know. Did he kick a goal from that? Yeah, they kicked yeah, a goal like from that. that as well. That's pretty bad. Like, that was that was like uh, I think that was around a very contentious uh, that was... part of the game as well. I think it was very close at that point. Uh, that that yeah, that was bad. I think. <laughs> Joey, uh, I, have another, uh, I have another one that on that game, but I'm going to cover that one later. Oh, and the cross cook. All right, uh, the next game. Well, I you know we spoke about this? this on the podcast last week. I've seen some of it, and I said in our tips on the podcast that I was going to tip the Eagles because I was comfortably... You know, but he I was lied. Ahead. But when I came turn to tip it, I thought, you know what? No, I don't think they can win at the G and I, Hawthorne's at some stage going to do this. So I tipped the Hawks in the end. Did I watched and the whole game. A good tip it was. The Eagles were horrific. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Hawthorne played okay, but I don't think Hawthorne played amazing or anything. No, but Eagles, Eagles made them look good by oh, being so bad. Eagles were so bad. They MCG were CG curse. So bad. Okay, I don't know what you can blame it on, but they were bad. So I don't know. They got they're in yeah they're nowhere near. What did we say nowhere last? Near, what, what did we say last year last week on the? They can't win the flag if they can't so, win this that game. So I mean, well, I, I obviously I mean, they still could, but there's time to correct it in the season. But they're I mean, going to have to sort something out because I'll I've got some stats I'll share later on. The way they that, played but, was horrific. I mean, every, yeah. like if it was close, I'd be like, no, it was all right. You know, they Hawthorne played well, but they played. I don't even think it was Hall, um, the G. I just think they were just shit. <laughs> so I'll be interested to see how they go against Fremantle. They're, well, they're, yeah. they're favourites by quite a bit, and I don't think they should even be favourites. Yeah, not on the form of the that game. But Freo only just got across the line, so... Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see it'll what be, happens, because yeah. they'll be fired up, and they're at home. Derby, yeah. Derby's a lot of that as but well. Crips is out. I don't think Mitchell will play. There's heaps, heaps people that yeah. won't play, so... 
We'll see. We'll talk about that when we go tips. Yeah. Uh, um, injuries and chocolates. Chocolate maker was Tommy Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. So he's been on him. having a oh the Cyril Cockfest. <laughs> no, that was fucked, man. He didn't even like he, he played all right. They were like, oh, it's the best fourteen possession game of the year. Yeah, it's have you grilled you've grilled the commentators? I've done. When when the commentators exaggerate so often about someone, it makes you dislike that player, even though it's not their fault. No. He's just playing. I know, and the commentators And he does do really good things, but they some of the things there was one part I did see the, probably the first quarter is what the only part I've seen yeah, fully, yeah. and he received a handball, just didn't catch it cleanly, tapped it up in the air and regathered it, and I can't remember who was commentating yeah. with Luke, and they were like, "Oh, Cyril's putting on a mini show here, not the full show, just a mini show at the moment." He made a mistake. <laughs> he was fumbling the ball. It wasn't a show. It wasn't spectacular. It was an error. Yeah, I, find, I find that the commentators like to if a play if a. Uh. A superstar player or a player of high profile likes to make him or makes a mistake. They like to cover them for it, yeah, as if to say yeah. that no, they they can't make mistakes. They obviously intended to do something like that. Like ridiculous. Yeah. Small crowd, twenty eight thousand. Um, yeah. So injuries, West Coast. So Brad Shepherd will be out, and so will Jamie Cripps. Um, so a knee and a leg, and Smith did his knee for Hawthorne. Shepherd's probably a big was. loss because Frio's forward line's kind of a lot of mid-sized mobile and he's yeah. one of those guys that can cover... I think they'll still be able to fill that. They'll bring someone in. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see how that game goes. Anyway, so that was that one. Then we move on to the Monday night or Anzac Eve game. They haven't lost. Richmond. Jack Rewalt's pulled that facial expression three weeks in a row that now. Is. Look at it. Yeah, that is. <laughs> the eye popper. That's what I call it. Uh, he had a huge game. I believe he got the chocolates, actually. I think he kicked four first he half he goals. Ten. Michael, Michael Hibbard was next with six. Yeah, Hibber. good on Hibby. So it was an interesting game. Uh, I think Melbourne was playing pretty well, and then Richmond just ran over him. Is that what happened? Yeah, well, Melbourne, Melbourne were up by 24 in the third quarter. Yeah, so, I mean, how did Jesse Hogan play? So a bit of a throw. Full time. Yeah, Three no goals votes. straight for Hogues. No votes for him, though. Didn't touch a lot of the footy, but... No chocolates. Dusty Martin played well again. 32 touches and a goal. One goal, two, so probably could have been better. Played six tackles, which is good for a superstar. Maybe uh, Toby Nankervis for Richmond played pretty well. The Tobes, the Tobester. He had 56 hit-outs, which is a lot. That is a lot. That is a lot, yeah. Yeah, Richmond, they continue to win. Uh, they haven't played too many other upper echelon teams. So we'll see what happens. But yeah. I think that at this stage, I mean, they've given themselves a great platform. To, uh, I, to I get did, five and zero. I said earlier, I think in one of our year and I looks that I thought they'd make top four. 86,000. I still think they will make top four now because I think, yeah. I don't know, I don't think West Coast will get up into that picture. Well, I mean, you take, I mean, we had Sydney in there originally. They're, they're out of it. You know, they're no chance to make the top four. I mean, I so. think the four that are in there now, I mean, I mean the, the Bulldogs could come in. Potentially, but I think those four will probably be just about Who's there. the top four at the moment? Adelaide, Geelong, Richmond, and GWS. I think Richmond would be fourth, probably out of those. I think GWS will eventually probably yeah. overtake Geelong, maybe, but yeah. Injuries, Petraka with the left knee, Spencer with the right shoulder, Smith with ribs and mm, Viney. Spencer for Melbourne, right that's... Mm, their ruck stocks their are ruck getting stocks. very light, so I think they're going to really struggle now. They'll get uh, Lewis back. They're gonna to have to come up with something because they're gonna be playing. They'll 
They need Graham John Cock in there. They don't have much for way Ruckman. And then, okay, the last game of the oh, round, the Anzac Day Clash. Game. Bit of a, well, it wasn't really a surprise because the Anzac Day game can kind of, it's like almost like a derby. It can go either way at times. But Essendon, and you know what? Essendon, they need every week to come up with some story or something. They need emotion. It's the only way they win all the emotional <laughs> games. Is what they like first game of the year against Hawthorne. It was oh they're all back. This is a big emotional win. They come out Anzac Day. They get an emotional win, and they've lost a few other games where they they should have probably won against something. They, they lost to Carlton, did they? They did. Yeah. So it's like they yeah. need some sort what? of emotional. It was in the way. I reckon push. if that game. I yeah. said it before. I, I reckon if that game was dry, Carlton would have lost. But Danaher. Yeah, my top top ten in the forwards, Joe Danaher. Joey Danaher got it going. Three good goals, four left leg. He probably could have. Uh, he could have, but he, he got he sealed it. I, it wasn't even his goal impactful. kicking that impressed me. It was his around the ground work. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was leader. really was. But really you know good. who was really the best on ground? Uh, it's obvious. Oh man, it's obvious. Anthony McDonald. Oh, tip damn it, Woody. I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say Ferret Merritt. No, <laughs> he was Merritt. Was horrible. Was horrible. Zach Merritt yeah. turned the ball over nonstop. Do you know who got second on the vote? Zach Merritt. Yeah, because because they look at stats and they're dumb. If no, you look don't. at the stats from the game, he, Zach he got, Merritt was horrible. He got thirty-three disposals. That's yeah, that's that was that was more beneficial for Collingwood. He got so much of the ball, no, mate. He is an elite user of the ball. Uh, he went at fifty-one percent disposal efficiency. Elite. That is so not good. seventeen. <laughs> 17 of his possessions went to an Essendon player. The rest no, of them were turnovers. No, it doesn't mean they went to an Essendon player. It means they it means didn't, they didn't the go target. to it. Yeah. No, 17 so they, were they, effective. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah. Of, I'm, so yeah, I'm saying so. 51% but hit a target. Disposal effectiveness is not... If he drops the mark, it's not effective, isn't it? I watched this in the... I think it was the third quarter, early in the fourth. No, it wasn't. He was just roaming around half back and three... Sessions in a row, they intercepted it, gave it to him on a short kick, and then he turned it over. It wasn't the best game. Three times in a row. But he's the champion. He I got... don't know what he's like as a ball user normally, but he oh, was mate, horrific. Trust me, his, you know, his ball use is normally, he's elite. His, his kick is really You want to know who I liked in this game? Daniel Wells. Tip and Woody. Nah, I hate Daniel, Daniel Wells. Well, Daniel Wells in his first, yeah, do right. first game in the... Uh, Did couple. He worked into it. Jumper. He, he started a little he's bit. One of, he's probably just about yeah. Collingwood's best player yeah. in the end. I mean, Trelaw well, was really good. He got one vote. Daniel Wells, but you know you got five Zach Merritt, yeah, Some dick, <laughs> yeah, right. because the voting and Joe ridiculous. Orazio Fantasia has got five as well, ridiculous. So nine Joe, five Orazio, and Michael five Hurley Merritt. was much better than them. He eighty percent disposal efficiency. Yeah, but he, did he have thirty three touches? We well, had twenty effective touches. 20 so he's, he's kicks. cooked Merritt by three Mate, there. You live in fancy land. I'm Zach not. Merritt is a superstar. You're, you're judging on stats. I'm judging by watching the game. Yeah, I watched it as well. And he's yeah. a superstar. Yeah, but you watched it through biased Zach yeah, Merritt-loving eyes. I'm not lying. <laughs> yeah, I did. He's a champion. Okay. All right. Let's move on to our votes Two then. Two votes, Zach Merritt. <laughs> our votes for the round. <laughs> Croft, do you have your votes for the I round? I, I do, go, indeed. You can go first if you like. All right. I gave uh, one vote to Joey Danaher. I would have liked to have given him more because... I thought he showed a lot in that yeah. game. Obviously, the Anzac Day medalist. Uh, two votes to Jack Rewalt. Three votes to Joel Selwood. Four to Rory Sloan. And five to Robbie Gray. Okay, mine. One five. vote. I'm not going to yes. What's he's, that? He's missed somewhere out. Uh, one vote, Jack Rewalt. Two votes for Volts. Two votes, Joe Danaher. Wait, three. hang on. You've said two votes like four times in a row. No, now. I said to vault. Can can you just redo your vote? So one, one vote. Yeah. Jack revolt. One. Okay. 
Two votes. Yeah. Joe Danaher. Two, okay. Three votes. Rory Sloan. Oh! <laughs> Four votes. Robbie Gray. Oh. And five votes. You've already said Jack Rewalt. David so Mundy. Oh, he's gone five oh. for Barra. Mate, you can't get you can't get that many votes and not be the best player. He was extremely influential in that game. Uh, okay, so I've gone uh, one vote to Selwood. I get, the stats were good, but I didn't see the game, so I would have felt bad giving him too many. Uh, two votes to Robbie Gray. Um, we spoke about how good he was, but at the same time, it wasn't a blowout. So, you know, mm. I, I judge things a little bit on the yeah. context. Um, three to Danaher. Same with Crawford. He could have probably got more because um, he was influential in a what was a pretty close game right until the very end. Four to Mundy uh, and five to Rewalt because I think they wouldn't have won that game. Fair that shake. Game. Fair shake. Sort okay, so that's the uh, five there. Now we're going to do... Ooh, what are going to do? Our top ten. <clears throat> All right, so this week we're going to oh. do... We moved on now, so we're going to do... Probably just go through club by club and do... Uh, we had to figure Top ten right. or our favourite ten players... Since the year 2000, so in probably the era we've watched the most footy, we didn't want to go back too far and you know make it harder on ourselves. Um, so we've chosen Essendon this week, being that the Anzac round and all that kind of stuff. So Essendon, our top 10 bombers players, you're all here because you're the best of the best. Uh, do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first, I'll okay. go second. I'll go first, all right. So I have got no, I've probably missed a few. It was hard to do this, actually. Ten, I've got Jason Johnson. He was a solid contributor for a number of years in the 2000s. Was it Jason? I thought it was Mark Johnson. No, there was two. Was Mark two. Johnson ended up going to Frio. He was all right, too, but Jason was better, I think. Mark Johnson played, like, 200 games, didn't he? Uh, they both played a lot, I think. I don't know. Yeah, though. I think Mark Johnson. Did you have Mark Johnson on your list or something? Is that no, no, he was, he was contemplated, but okay. I, I didn't really know what he did, so... Okay. <laughs> He, Mark Johnson went to Frio after, so I know, oh, know a bit about him. Okay. Uh, number nine, Mark McVeigh. Spike. Oh, you got him in me. I oh, loved Spike McVeigh. He's the man. I loved Spike McVeigh. I like the way he it's played. Nearly as good as Adam McVeigh. <laughs> nearly. Um, eight, I've got Michael Hurley. Now, he's obviously been in more recent times, but I think he's really good, and I think he's going to go on to be uh, one of their better players. Um, I've done this list kind of trying to focus on guys who were played well during that era like from 2000 till now so uh seven i've got brent stanton he's played a lot of footy he's been a solid player for a long time wins a lot of the ball number six dyson heppel another one that will be probably higher up the list in years to come but he's still pretty early in his career especially having missed that one year number five big left foot scotty lucas there's a few memes about him on facebook now and then they love Scotty Lucas. He was a good player for a long time. Four, I've gone Joe Watson. It's taken off him, but he's a Brownlow medalist, you know. We all know he is. No, he's not. Uh, and he's been, a, he's been a star for a long time, and he's still playing quite well this year after a year off and being old. And he's been a good leader, and he really... I like about Joe Watson that he... Um, he really developed... From when he started to what he's become now. I know, because he was injecting himself. He's He really grew as a player, and his skill level and everything increased heaps. Um, third, I've got... Probably unlucky to be third a little bit. I've got Dustin Fletcher. Yeah, oh, Dusty. Played a lot of games. We know that. The mo- he's the most ever. Yeah. Yep. And, um, yeah, yeah he was a star ever. for a long time. 
but the next two, I just think, are probably better players on pure talent. Dustin right. Fletcher had that longevity. I know. So Jason, two, I've got Matthew... Jason Winderlich. <laughs> two, I've got Matthew Lloyd. Kicked what, over a 1,000 goals, something like that. Absolute star. <laughs> something like that. He's got an end named after him at Eddie Had. He's a superstar, Matty Lloyd. The uh, Velvet Sledgehammer. Probably my favourite nickname I in still, AFL history. I still hate him, though. And you know what's weird? He's Matthew Lloyd's hair annoys me a little bit. Just It just sits there. It always looks the same. I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. And number one, the man... The man that just tore the club apart after, <laughs> but James Heard, James Heard was an absolute star. He's one of my favourites. I always remember that goal he kicked against West Coast, where he hugged the guy in the crowd, and uh, yeah, Heard he's a legend. So he's my number one bomber since two thousand, and probably you could go further back with Heard. So but is that, that's my that's ten. That's not Jason Johnson, is it? That's that's Mark Johnson. That's Mark. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> so if you look up Jason Johnson on the uh, Wikipedia. It um, has a picture of Mark Johnson. So, yeah, I'm sure I'm Oh, there he's again. On I Mark think he won a best and fairest. Uh, oh, shit. He was more of a ginger. They were brothers, I think. But Okay, my top 10. Number 10, I'll go through them quickly. Brent Stanton. Cause, Stantos. Uh, he's just a dream team superstar back in the day. Number nine, I had Dyson Heppel. Number eight, David Hill. Uh, number seven, old Jay Masiti. Smoking Joe. Another Six, good nickname. Scotty Lucas. Five, your man Mark McVeigh. Oh, Spike. Um, four, I have Job. Three, Dustin Fletcher. Same as you. Two, Matt, Matty Lloyd. And one, he loves the club. The peptide no, man. The peptide man. Peptide man. Uh, Herdy. Peptide City. James Herdy. Love him. Yep. So we had the same top four. Yeah. Uh, you Jobers four? Yep. Yep, we have the same, same top, top four. four. All, All right. right. Let's can't wait for Reese's. The ever well-prepared Croft. He's ready uh, to go, I think. Yeah, I am. I'm ready to roll. Yeah, Jason Winderlick. Um, <laughs> Nathan Lovett Murray. Who was, right. who was the cancer guy? Ramanaskis. Ramanaskis. Yeah. Got him in there? Adam. No, I don't. Uh, number 10, Michael Hurley. Number nine, Mark Bolton. remember watching no i actually <laughs> i actually remember watching let's see how many games he played. i actually remember watching a lot of him uh I don't, you know, a I don't, solid player i used to have a center half back in afl live one yeah as a, as a backman when 124 you know, games good yeah. effort 50 goals uh number nine uh number eight dean solomon uh, silas oh the wrecking ball number seven dyson heppel hepsy number six mark spike oh, mcveigh spikelet he was good. Number five, Joe Watson. Oh, who's he got ahead? Number four, Scotty Lucas. Oh, oh switcheroo. Number three, Dustin Fletcher. Fletcher. Number two, Matthew Lloyd. Uh, and number three. one, Jimmy Hurd. So we had quite you know, a few yeah, similar. You know very much Joe Danaher, Scott Lucas, that left foot. And just call yeah, it. No, that's probably fair. Very similar. That's probably fair. All right, so that's the top ten done for Essendon. So next week we'll do... Someone else. We should do our player of the week next time, like Mark Bolton. Go through his life. <laughs> <laughs> go through his life. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give him a call. We'll go, uh, Mark Bolton, this is, this is your life. 
We're going to do that next week. We're going to pick someone random. We're going to pick out someone absolutely random. We can edit that. We can edit that Wikipedia page. Winston Abraham. Okay. Scott Chisholm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now we're going to move on to everyone's favourite segment. It's a number one rated segment on podcast history oh. based on no facts oh, or for everyone is, listens to it yeah nah look no yeah nah look yeah alright so we've got a few this week oh yes first one some of these are oh it's alright can someone <laughs> tell the doctor to be quiet <laughs> uh, I don't say okay Sydney need a list clean out slash overhaul nah nah that was me nah nah no? Mm. You just said no. Nah. Uh, yeah, I think nah. I think uh, a few guys might move on, but I don't think they need to like, really dump people out. They can't afford to with Buddy. I don't, think, I don't lo- think the list is that bad. A lot of the games I've seen, like they've been blooding a lot of youngsters that look good. Mm. They just lack the polish that that the best Sydney team in the past you know decade or so has had. True. Okay. Uh, second one. Bucks won't be at the Pies in 2018. Yes. I mean, yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. No, he won't. That's all I'm going to say. He won't be. Uh, I'm going to say Did look. Did you say 2013? No, 2018. <laughs> I'm going to say look because uh, I'm not sure. He's got a lot of uh, cachet at Collingwood. They re- like Eddie Maguire loves him, so... If they get really smashed in the next couple of weeks, then probably he'll be gone. But I think he's got a little bit of time still. It's not, it's not irreparable yet. No, it's not. I'm going to say yes. You think he's gone? Yep. All yep. right. <clears throat> he's gone. See you uh, North should have kept Boomer. Uh, I've always said this. Yes. I mean, yeah. it's ridiculous that they didn't. Yeah, from me. me it's Why wouldn't you offer him? Unanimous, it, it, yeah. Even oh. if you say... It would have cost them nothing. Uh, I know. Veteran, they, they could have offered like, oh, we'll, veteran we'll pay list, you... So only, only half his salary counts on the cap. Oh, well, anyway, exactly. So if they paid him 250000 or something, yeah, exactly. 300000 it's costing him nothing. Exactly. And they would have yeah. guaranteed one, at least one game already. Uh, it's I can't. That was really weird. That Given was, that they lost Wells and they were getting rid of Del Santo and Petrie, there's no reason why they couldn't have kept him on. I know. Fair enough. Not all those guys, but even in terms of yeah, you know, just coaching other youngsters and I don't I don't know what he's like as a person. But just dumb. Dumb. Yep, I agree. All right. What about Ryan? Croft, did you Ryan, say? What about Ryan things? You said yeah to that, didn't you? I did. Yeah, okay. Hmm. We all should right. get Ryan on this podcast. Imagine the chatterbox. Oh, he'd be. Wow. Okay. Out of bounds should be changed to last possession. So what I spoke about before, last person to have a clear possession, it goes out of them. It's a free kick other team, regardless of intention. I think no, just because I think boundary throw-ins are a unique part of our game. Oh, I do like, yeah. Okay. And I think Ruckman already are being so reduced. In yeah, I say no. Yeah, I, I agree because I like the band. I say, yeah. I say players. look, only because I, I brought it up last week and as I said, I was playing a devil's advocate kind of role because I was saying how something has to be done. There has to be a decision made oh. either way. Um, I think if they have to have a good look at it, like you said that they were doing, yeah. um, and they have to make an informed decision on whether or not to implement it and if it works, it works. I don't really, I don't really put much stock in boundary throwings. I reckon it's a weird thing because it seems... 
It doesn't make sense yeah. to me a boundary it's throwing. It's unique to the, the game. No, but the the ruck contest doesn't make sense to me. Like they grapple each other for some reason. Like why wouldn't you like run horizontally to get a run up and a tap like yeah, you would in, kind a, of agree. in a center bounce? Yeah. Like why do they have to grapple each other? And then they're too yeah, busy because... grappling, and then the ball drops and they don't get to it, and then they're like lunging forward for, for it. It's... And it doesn't make any sense because there's no limit on the players that can be around it, unlike a center square thing. If you just ran and tap it forward, the other team would just. Like, you had a dominant yeah. ruckman like Sandlin's, you'd, the other team would just station their players behind to receive, and then... Yeah. It just so look, they it, just, a lot of time, they're just trying to drop it just down. It looks it looks ugly to but me. But the clearances, I think that's one of the more unique and parts of the game I enjoy, is the clearance working close like that from a boundary throw in and a stoppage. I think what they need to do is probably just... With these deliberate out-of-bounds well, kicks. Maybe. And I think they've changed a little bit now to error more on the side of giving them the benefit of the doubt and make like yeah. more likely to give it a throw in than deliberate. They were going real hard on the deliberate, but I think they need to like, soften I think a little bit. No, no, but that's what happened. No, but that's this is the problem, right? So they'll soften and then one week somebody will, the umpires will get together and they go, oh, we're, we're being too soft on, yeah. This, yeah. on this deliberate. We should kick it, up, kick, it up, kick it up a notch and then they'll go overboard the next yeah. round. I think, and this is the problem. I think the hard part will be if they did it like that will be the inside 50 when, say, you know, you're in a contest and you just kind of knock it onto the opposition yeah, yeah. and then you get to kick the goal. I think it should yeah. be... I, know, I think it should be... I, angle, I think that would be... I think the best option would be deliberate out of bounds being not a thing. Bring it back. Take it back to being just nah. able to knock it out of bounds. Nah. I mean, I, I, then I, the just interpretation... So many throws. The interpretation just needs to be, yeah. I mean, yeah, but you like it. It's a unique part of our game. Yeah, I'm saying I like there being throw-ins in the game. I don't mind it being... I don't mind the game being slow. I like it being, you know, it, just, it would be ridiculous, like, if you could just go back to just stepping over and ham, like, blatantly, like, no, you're saying no deliberate at all, I think it'd get really Yeah, I get what you're saying. Horrific. Like, yeah, you shouldn't, they just need to make it more, like, you know, you have to really deliberately hit it out of bounds. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It leaves it up to the umpires and they paying, can't well, do it. They're paying, they, the they've already they're shown paying they ones can't where do you it. kick the ball and it like bounces at a right angle out as deliberate when you're clearly they're not going yeah, for the boundary. They pay the most Or if you're pushed when you kicked stuff. or something. Yeah. But it's, it is hard though because players are pretty skillful and tricky and try and disguise things. But anyway, so I said no. You said no. I said no, yeah. And Croft said look, okay. Uh, uh, Hawthorne could make the finals. Nah. No. No. No, <laughs> I mean, no. They probably got a better run of games, but I, yeah, I think that was a uh, more about West Coast on the weekend. Um, West Coast are the worst away team in recent times. Uh, I've got some stats, so you guys give what your opinion is, and then I'll. Um, yeah, but it's not easy from WA, so no, it's not. But yeah, I, they are. They really don't yeah. play well away. I, I I don't have a lot to compare it to. Oh, so a lot I of them, really... they've. A lot of things they've just won at home. It they seems obvious. Them. I don't know. Maybe it's a media beat up thing. Maybe it seems like they are because really the media is talking about they, it. But... Really bad statistics. Okay, so I'll tell you this. I'm going to say. What's their games? I, I, I won't give a yen yeah, because I know the yeah. stats. It'd be pointless for me to say. But they are not the worst team. Ooh. They're the third worst. Okay, so the Eagles. This is since Adam Simpson. Okay, so I think it's been four yep. years. Um. At Subiaco, they've had 31 wins from 41 games, so they're going at 75.6%. That's pretty good. At other grounds, so outside Melbourne, basically, they've had 10.5 wins, so they must have had a draw, out of 17 games, so they're going at 61.8%. At Docklands, Eddie had, they're going 4 from 8, so 50% exactly. And then at the G, they're 3 from 9, which is just 33.3%. 
So there's a clear. So the MCG curse is the real. The MCG is the but real if you problem. Just do, so all, what's all, all those together though, they're still they're way below what they are at home. I mean, yeah, yeah. So if you go down here, there's a, um, a sort of dot graph uh, differential between performance at home and performance away. Okay, and West Coast are the third worst. Um, so there's a 22 percent. So who's the worst? Saint Kilda. Hmm. Saint Kilda. Oh, does that does that have a 36 percent uh, win percentage different from home state to interstate? Yeah, interstate, okay. Gold Coast are 25% home state interstate, and then West Coast are 22.6. Carlton are fourth worst, and then Fremantle. And there's only 0.3% between Carlton and Fremantle, so they're basically the same. Yeah. Um, and then it's Adelaide, Bulldogs, and yeah, you've got to go right down. Sydney's actually negative two, so I think based on that, Sydney's actually got a better record. Oh, wow. And this is all since Simpsons been coast to west, so like last four years, this yeah. is the numbers yeah. from that. So... They're not the worst, but they're close. But the interesting part, I thought, was the difference between everywhere else and the MCG. Now, some of that's probably, yeah, yeah they don't get to play. If they got to play there a bit more often, they might actually... Um, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of variables that go into that. you got to look at, like, what teams are they playing at the MCG? Yeah. Like, what are the specific teams so that they're playing? Nine, they've only played yeah. nine at games At the MCG, and years. how many times do they play they've, them per year? They've played Hawthorne there a lot in recent times because of their grand final together yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So. But they've only played nine games in four years. Is that right? Yeah. Doesn't seem like many, does it? No, it's not. They play like once or twice every year. Same with Fremantle, which is why it is kind of unfair to expect them to get there on grand final day and have to perform against a Victorian team that's played there eight or nine, ten, twelve times. Yeah, it's a bit of a joke. Um, okay, so that's the last one from Yeah Nah Look, uh, that segment. Ooh. Now we'll go on to do our tips. <laughs> We'll go through these ones pretty quick. I thought you were going to do cross court. I was getting that's, excited. That's coming after this. Oh, it's coming up. Okay, so Greater Western Sydney Bulldogs. Oh, 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 oh hold on. Let me open yeah, you up better log ESPN in tips so, so I can actually... um, get five, five again. So this is a tough one. GWS Bulldogs. It's Greater Western Sydney home game. I'll probably say GWS because I don't think Bulldogs have been playing all that well. And I think this might see them exposed. Although they also might get up for the challenge. But I think Greater Western Sydney will win. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say GWS as well. No, GWS will beat them by a hundred. I'll put a hundred <laughs> and three points. Hey. I think they will. Oh, it's done. Uh, it's locked in. Bold. Oh fuck! What? Look at the next game. Hawthorne, Hawthorne are and favourites. They're favourites. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I know it's a Tassie Stadium, but well. St Kilda statistically are the worst oh, team yep. okay. in a different state. No, I'm gonna have to take it back. Outside the home state. But I'm I'm tipping St Kilda. St Kilda play in Tasmania too though, don't they? No, North Melbourne, is it? No, uh, they played Canberra. in Tasmania against Frio oh, at that time know. when it was a draw. Oh, yeah, okay. That was many years oh, ago. Oh, that was the big controversy. Yeah, the siren oh. gate. Uh, <laughs> I tip Saints. I'm gonna say Hawthorne. Because Nick Rewalt hurt his ankle. <laughs> You know what not. Nick? You know what Nick Rewalt's like. He'll come. I know. He'll yeah. No, nah, I reckon Hawthorne. I reckon they're just they're full of, full head of steam now. I reckon they're gonna get smashed. Yeah, I'm gonna say Hawthorne. It's in Tasmania. That's their yeah. That's their jam. Okay. Next uh, game. Carlton Sydney. Sydney. Sydney's gonna break the duck. I think. I mean, you'd think Carlton will fight a little bit more than they did last week. 
But you think Sydney yeah. would be one of the? I think Carlton will have a chance because Sydney, I think, uh, would probably have some mental issues now at this point. But yeah, I think Sydney yeah. will win. Nah, I think Sydney. Yeah. Uh, Brisbane Port. Port. It's Brisbane's home game. Brisbane. I'm going to say Brisbane because Robbie Gray was he's only one week on one week off playing well at the moment. I think Brisbane. I'm going to say Brisbane. Oh fucking yes. I think they're going to get there. Uh, North Melbourne and Gold Coast. North Melbourne have to win if they don't win. Uh, yeah. Oh jeez. I'm, I'm tipping North Melbourne. Uh. Yeah, North Melbourne. Not confidently though. No. Yeah, Gold Coast. All I can picture in my head is Tom Lynch running right, but can you guys actually do these tips? Is what you're saying? No change right. of mind. Are you just copying me? <laughs> I haven't. Co- have I, I, we have got the same so far. Yeah. Well, I, I need no, to. Go, yeah. If I was going you to have any children, I tipped Hawthorn. Okay, there you go. We're different. Okay. Uh, West Coast Fremantle the Derby. Ah, uh, this should be a cracker. I reckon. Yeah. Game of the week. For I'm sure. gonna. I'm gonna tip Freo. I don't. I don't know though. No, I will. Oh, I don't. Know. There's a few injuries either side, but. I'll tip the Eagles. I'll tip. See, the Eagles to win. The only way Eagles are going to win. Crips. JK kicks ten. Oh, called it. Yeah, yeah well, ten. Who's going to play in him? Will they bring back Zach Dawson to play? Yeah. <laughs> bring I back the door. Fremantle. Fremantle. Okay, yes. that's a Fremantle. Uh, Essendon and Melbourne. Mm. I'm going to go with. I think Essendon because Melbourne don't have a ruckman anymore. Uh, no, I think Melbourne actually. Oh, go Melbourne. There's not no, no emotion. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Melbourne, and then that would make them both three and three. Yeah. So I'm, like gonna, I'm gonna go Essendon. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, Geelong and Collingwood. I think Geelong. And this will put some real pressure. Oh. I don't know. I think Collingwood will, will turn up, and Collingwood beat them last time they played. Uh, I'm going Collingwood. Okay. I'm going to go Essendon. Oh, fuck Essendon. Geelong. Rally. Geelong. Geelong. Yeah. Rally for back. I, I don't think it could put any more pressure on than it's already been put on. <laughs> All right, someone's going to be have a loss. Adelaide, Richmond. Adelaide. Adelaide. Uh, Adelaide, Adelaide will Adelaide. smash them. Yeah. Got another 102-point flogging mm. there. No, not that much. Uh, All right, that's the uh, the tips done. Now, Dicko, are you going to tip your a cider or a beer there as your drink of the week? What? You've got to select the drink at the bottom. You don't have to. Oh, well, I didn't give oh, I thought you had to. Oh, okay. Oh. Irrelevant. Uh, now we're going to move on to Croft's Cook. Here's a cook and a something up. All right, the umpires are back. In oh, the they're back every week. Firing it's line. every week. May as well call it Croft's I, Umpire yeah, Cook. Yeah, it's becoming a theme, and I am more than happy to cook the umpires every Go week. Fucking cook them, mate. Fucking hell. All right, so we talked about Joey Montagna having a run-in with that umpire. Not long before that, there was a blatant non-push in the back oh. that was called on, uh, and uh, I think it was it's Bruce. Knee, isn't it? I think it was Josh Bruce. Oh. Got uh, a free kick out of nothing. And I was like, that is ridiculous. That was nothing. But even worse, before <laughs> that, before that, this is ridiculous. Tom Hawkins <laughs> goes up for a mark over his defender, not sure who it was, and gets a free kick paid against him. He didn't mark the ball. It wasn't an unrealistic attempt. He got hands to it, just didn't mark it. And the umpire comes up and says, Yeah, uh, now nah, you just pushed him in the back with your knees. Now that is fucking ridiculous. That is not a rule. You can't just... Now, you know, umpires get things wrong sometimes. I get it. But they can't just make up fucking rules all the time. It's, it is it's, re- it's actually a joke. And understand. nobody will talk about it. 
it'll be brushed under the rug but this is why this is the stuff they need to be held accountable for you can't just like it's not a mistake if you just make up a rule who's who's the, like who's it's, the it's, that's not a mistake it's not jared Neeson, whatever it was Nah, it shows it shows a blatant lack of knowledge for what the actual rules are in this game and that was an easy rule like hands in the back is one of the oldest rules in the game and yet they somehow managed to call this wrong it's fucking ridiculous and it needs to be looked at it won't but it needs to be i think you should be able to push me in the back anyway honestly so that's me <laughs> <laughs> why not it's a show of strength uh, no it's not because it's easier to it's easier to have strength go pushing forward than it is to be like going well back. play behind <laughs> that's, that's a silly. Okay, that's okay. A silly in a marking contest, yes, but no, they're, they're no, saying I'm you're pushing in the back. How is it? How is it bad? I like. I thought it was pushing the back, especially with a tackle. Why? Why can't you tackle them and land them? Like, if it's like a little push in the back, it's not dangerous. There's more dangerous things yeah. of sticking your knee the, in someone. The tackle. Back. The tackle it's not ones. Dangerous. The tackle no, ones. I. The is ta- that the reason unfair. they do it for? Yeah. How is it unfair when you actually land their back? Reduce the amount of marks taken. No, I'm talking when you tackle. Yeah, no, no, no. He's talking. Yeah, he's talking. I, I agree. That is a different thing. I kind of agree on that in that regard, but because I also, I also think that a lot of those push in the backs are caused by momentum of the player being tackled. But in the marking contest, I think. Yeah, Yeah, okay, I get the marking contest, but yeah, it's it's ridiculous though the tackle. I think it's a joke. So fuck you, umpires. But yeah, that was it. Was a ridiculous call, and I just don't know. It won't get looked at. Nobody will even mention it for the rest of time. But. (laughs) No, I don't mind. If they it's, cha- if they, it's deplorable. If they change the rule and saying you can't put your knee in and push them, then that's the rule. But it's they'd never the rule. change that because you can't. That would take away the possibility of taking a hanger. Of yes. taking a hanger. Exactly. Yeah. Jeremy Howe would be getting free kicks against him left, right and centre. What about How good if, is Jeremy Howe what about with, oh, he's, he's so good. <laughs> he's Did you see? It's so easy. Did you see how casual it was? He just landed and just turned around. Most players, when they go back, their mouth is open and they're like, oh, wow. It's like he was posing for a photo. He's like taking a chest mark. He must have springs. He springed onto Green's head. He's easily the most comfortable person in the air. Do you remember uh, no. Burton from Adelaide? Was yeah, he was good. He yeah. was similar to that. He, he used to do a good it hanger often. Carl- against Carlton. Yeah. yeah. Mark of the year. The Birdman. He was similar. Yeah. Anyways, that's all we've got time for this week. So. Thanks for having us. Get on Twitter. Get yeah. on Facebook. Add us. Follow. Spam Mark Robinson. Listen. Yeah. Abuse <laughs> Robbo. Um, tell Damo he's a good bloke. Yeah, tell Damo he's a good bloke. And uh, DK. Get on to Michael Barlow. Because yeah, he's our mate Michael now. Barlow. Support him. Good mate. He's a legend. Yeah, legend. Good bloke. Good bloke. Till next week, keep well. Keep well, everyone, especially Michael Barlow.